they were trying to find a buyer big enough to take everything and uh, i was like there's no way i can buy 150 dollars parcels at one time how about let's do this 10 at a time right and okay. he said no 10 is too too little let's do 20. i said okay 20. so 20 is 20 grand for mm -hmm. a thousand each so i was kind of nervous to pull the trigger because 20 grand was a lot of money to me by then right and, and then i just did it so i bought 20 of them i sold it no joke within 10 decks to, wow. those, to those term investor guys so and i was like wow this really works so i contacted him i need another one and then you know uh -huh. money so i sold everything in four months and he kind of realized oh this guy kind of sell it very fast you're listening to the we love equity real estate show a podcast to discuss the intricacies of real estate investing with your host, Marcus E. Maloney. Marcus is a real estate investor best known for being the equity king. He's been awarded that moniker because he and his team find amazing real estate deals. He will be talking with investors who have done some transformational things in the real estate industry. They'll discuss their process, their strategies, and how their investments transform their lives and the communities they invest in. We welcome you to the We Love Equity Real Estate Show. The We Love Equity Show is brought to you by Azria, widely recognized as an outstanding resource for real estate investors with exceptional education, networking, and support, along with profit-enhancing benefits and all aspects of real estate investing. Visit Azria at www.azria.org. That's visit Azria at www.azria.org. Hello, loyal listeners. Welcome to another episode of the We Love Equity Real Estate Show. I am your host, Marcus Maloney, and I am really excited on today because today is another opportunity, you know, to be blessed and to get out and really find great real estate deals and help people in the process. So today we're going to be talking about land. All right. So I know kind of recently people have been talking about land, how profitable it can be, how easy it is how easier it may seem versus wholesaling houses or trying to do syndications or something like that. So I have my very special guest, Ray Zhang on today, and he's going to be talking about how he got started with land and how he's become very successful with it. So Ray, welcome to the show, man. How are you? Hi, Marcus. Thank you for inviting. I got to say you're the first host that pronounced my last name right. That's awesome. Awesome job. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I cheated a little bit. You know, I make sure I always do a little bit of research before we have our guest on. And I was making sure I pronounced your name right and got everything right. Kudos to me for doing my homework like I supposed to do, right? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. That tells us uh, what kind of person you are. So, <laughs> Thank you so much, Ray. Yeah. So man, getting started, kind of give us your backstory, kind of let the listeners in on who you are and how you got started. Because our, a lot of our listeners are just getting started trying to find that niche where they want to be at. And a lot of them say, hey, I want to start with wholesaling or I want to start with house hacking, but you started a completely different way. So kind of tell us how you got started. 
I was actually came to the country about 11 years ago, and then I became home, homeless right away. Wow. I, did, I lived in the car for like three months or something, but okay. I had to figure out a way to survive. So I started to flip, like I started to flip cars. I grabbed free mattress on the road and sell them. You know, that wow. lasts, lasts for a couple of years. And then I was like, let's try some, you know, wholesaling, right? And mm-hmm. uh, wholesaling houses absolutely works, but it's just not working so well in Hawaii. So I tried that. It doesn't work so well. I have to do another thing called virtual wholesaling, which is even harder. Uh, I yep. tried I tried a cold calling virtual wholesaling. That's like triple kill, right? So I <laughs> absolutely, absolutely almost killed my dream in real estate. But I tried land. That's when about okay. everything started to take off. So. So, so let me ask you this kind of going back, man, getting started when you were homeless and you first came over to the country, what was it that really drove you to get some grass up under your feet, you know, to really get you going? I think I tell people all the time, what's the difference between a successful people and a poor person, right? It is one word, hunger, right? So yeah. So if you're hungry, you'll make it work no matter what, because here's your why you have to have it and the, my why came to me when i was homeless and then i was driving the car you know living in the car not too bad and one day my alternator went bad i was like i couldn't even drive anymore so i was, I was like what to do so at that moment i decide i will never be like this again so that's my why yeah and and you know what that that is People get to that point where they say, hey, you know what? Life has to be better than this. Things have to be a lot different than this. I'm seeing other people living a successful life. And it may not even be anything grand, but something as simple as, hey, I got a working car that can get me back and forth. And when your alternator went out, it was like, all right, what am I going to do now? And you made up that mind to say, you know, it has to be something better than this. Absolutely. So I, I wouldn't take nothing for a no. I have to do something. I used to go to Craigslist and grab free stuff and sell it back on the market. You know, I got some money and then start to flip cars and then start to flip land. There you go. And like you said, it's that hunger. It's that tenacity. It's saying, you know what, I got to get out here and I know that I can do this. If everyone else is being successful at something, I know I can be successful at it. So it's, again, it's that hunger. So that hunger is what drove you. So tell us about, dude, you were flipping mattresses on the side of the road. Kind of, kind of tell us about that. Cause I never heard anything like that, man. Yeah. So if you don't look, you never know. So I keep looking. So I know that the fact that people give ridiculous things for you to sell, you know, mm-hmm. if you don't believe me, go on Craigslist and search for free stuff and you'd be surprised what kind of things that people gave out, right? People give out cars and, uh, Ooh. Give up mattress. You can sell furniture. Furniture, you just go ahead and repaint it. You can earn a couple a month. I have a student, actually, she, his wife is a home wife. And after she, they joined my program, I told the wife, you, you are assets to the family. You got to do something. So I told her to grab something for the free stuff and sell it online. And right now mm-hmm. she's making about five or $600 a week doing that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, and, yeah. and, that, and that takes nothing but effort. You know, a lot of people say, well, I can't do it because I don't have money. I don't have this. I don't have that. But God has given all of us something to use. You know, you never come 
to this world completely empty. There's something in you. You just have to hone in your skills and know exactly what that something is and get out there and use that to the best of your ability. So man, kudos to you for really tapping into that, telling her that there is something that you can do. You're an asset to the family. And without you sparking that interest in her, they wouldn't be making that extra, you know, 1500 to 3000 bucks a month, you know, just by her putting in that effort. Absolutely. And you got to remember someone's trash will be someone else's treasure. You know, Absolutely. it's like wholesaling houses. You know? Yep. Yep. You got it. So tell us, so tell us, man, you were, you were flipping just kind of everything and you said wholesaling didn't work for you, but I thought wholesaling works for everybody. You know, according to what you hear online, you see online, it's, Hey, get started with no money down, just jump in and you'll become successful. Why do you think that it was so difficult and it wasn't successful for you? Uh, in Hawaii, it's a little bit difficult because some some houses don't even allow foreigners to buy. You have to be born in Hawaii to buy the house. And uh, yeah, there are some cases like that. And some others, it just people know how much their house is worth and the market is so high. It's very hard to kind of flip it. But if you really commit to this game, you definitely can make it work. Maybe one or two deals a year. That's about mm -hmm. it. So it was very hard for me. And especially I couldn't keep up with the mailing. Okay. So, yeah. so how did you know, because as an entrepreneur, you know, you have that tenacity in you. How did you know when it was time to give up, throw in the town and switch to something else versus just, hey, I got to persevere. I got to push through. You know, what was that time frame? Because, you know, we battle that a lot. Hey, I don't want to be a quitter. I don't want to give up, you know, but it's not making sense. Do I do something else? Kind of what was that thought process she was going through? Yeah. So the the thing is, you got to find someone who already done that in that market and then see what kind of level he is. Right. So let's say mm -hmm. I see a guy wholesaling houses in. Hawaii, a hundred deals a year. And then I know this really works. It's just me not working, right? So it's right. Not, not his problem or not the market problem. It's my problem. But when you see a market that nobody has ever done that and you try to do it, uh, let me ask you a question. Why you are spe so special? You sure. know, so yeah. So that market is that case. I haven't heard about a wholesaler dominate there doing tons of deals. And uh, I try to find a mentor like that. It just they're just all in the local area in the United States, local like Arizona, okay. you know, Florida, Texas. So, okay, gotcha, gotcha. So, you were doing how many mailers were you sending out in Hawaii at the time? I was like sending four thousand a month. Okay, yeah, so four thousand a month. You know, you're running. You know, anywhere from three to forty five hundred bucks a month sending those right. mailers and you're not getting anything. How long did you go doing it? I go like about four months. I did get a one land deal, but it wasn't too big. So okay. I, just, I decided to try something else. And then I try land. It just instantly work. So I okay. guess that was a time, right time, too. So right now it's a little bit harder, but it's still working. OK, so you were doing you were doing all of this mailing and. Nothing was working as far as the housing and you were spending quite a bit of money. You know, if you're spending, you know, 3000 bucks a month for four months, you know, that's 12 grand worth of runway. Yeah. And not a lot of people have that. And then you're seeing this money going out every month and you're like, 
all right, I'm not getting no return. You know, what, is, <laughs> what the heck is going on here? I thought it was so easy. So, so you ended up getting that, that land deal. Kind of tell us about that. Tell us about that first deal. That wasn't really the first one. The first one is in the mainland in Colorado. And I, I mailed a lot of mailers. And then I had this guy. He owned. So right before, before yeah. you do that, why did you decide to switch over to land? Because you were doing houses and you said, Hey, you know what? Let me just try land. What what was that thought process? I was like, there are easier easier route. I can do this remotely. I don't have to be there and I have to look at the house. I was in Hawaii. Imagine I have to flip a house and then fly to the mainland. That's not yeah. even possible. You yeah. Know, but, for, but yeah, but for land, what are you gonna look at on the land? Nothing. Nothing. Right? Maybe you go. Yeah. Maybe you go there and smell fresh smell of dirt. Right. So that's about it. <laughs> But I don't need to do anything for the land. I can check Google Map and I can see the land. So I was like, man, let me try this. So I hired a guy, I paid him 70 grand. He didn't even teach me a whole lot, but wow. he got yeah, he got me started. Right. So okay. I mailed to this county in Colorado. I hit a guy, he got like 300 parcels. So I bought half of his portfolio. I sold everything in four months. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So so guys, some key things that Ray said right there is he knew that he could do it. He invested in himself, 70 grand education, invested in himself to get that going. Most people would say, you know, at $70,000, I could just use that for my marketing. But Ray already knew, hey, I was doing the marketing and I spent already 12 grand to 15 grand and it didn't work. So he invested in himself to find out the areas, some of the things that he may have been missing, some to gain some experience, things like that. But you said you spent the 70 grand and the guy really didn't teach you anything, but you learned kind of one or two little things from it. And you just took that and ran with that. So yeah. you, you were doing a direct mail, same as what you was doing with the wholesaling. And you ended up finding this guy that had 150 lots in one yeah. subdivision. Yeah. Wow, that's a that's a that's a big piece of gold that you found there. Yeah, absolutely. And I also tell people no effort is ever wasted. So think about the time I was trying to do all the wholesaling houses. If if you look just look at that, you might think, oh, that's a waste of time and money. It's actually not because yep. I accumulate a lot of knowledge with houses, like how to negotiate, how to talk to people. And then I apply that to the land. It's much, much easier. And in general, just land business is much simpler than houses. So, okay. So come on, walk us through that 150, uh, 150 lots, because this is your first major deal. What were some of the emotions you were going through? Yeah. So remember I said, I paid 70,000 for a guy and he actually teach about how to do terms deals, meaning you buy a land and sell on terms, you collecting $150. And I later find out this is kind of crap because, you know, those people who contact you, they're not having so much money. They just want to pay $150 a month. And the default rate is like crazy high. Gotcha. So I was like, this is not good for me, but here's the thing. How can I twist his system to make money? So he teach a lot of people. He put us in a group. So I said, okay, there's a lot of term investor guys, right? Mm -hmm. what, what can I do to them? So I was like, mm, maybe they need property. So I go to the market they want, the term investor guys. Yep. And then I, I buy the land super cheap, like a thousand bucks. 
And then I sold it back to them for twenty five hundred, and it's still a very good wholesaling price. And they can sell it on terms for like one hundred fifty dollar a month for like a couple okay. of years, right? So they make money. I make a like a quick one hundred fifty percent return, and I don't need to worry about anything else. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so you, yeah, you looked at what you already had, what you already had in your wheelhouse. So you had, by being in this group, you already had all of these land buyers. So it's like, yeah. why go and build a buyer's list when I got got all of my buyers right here in this program? And you just went out and you did the marketing and the negotiations better than they did. And then you yep. turned around and flipped those deals to them. Yeah, that's, that's what I did. Wholesaling land, I changed my system about a year and a half ago and I started to took off. But before that, I just keep doing that. And, you know, some of them still buy from me. So, okay. So 150 lots, let's kind of walk me through that conversation with the, with the seller. Was he just motivated? Just wanted to get rid of it. Was he a developer? Why did he have these 150 lots? So both of the sons are lawyers and their father passed away and left with them 300 parcels. So and they were trying to find a buyer big enough to take everything. And I was mm-hmm. like, there's no way I can buy $150 parcels at one time. How about let's do this? 10 at a time, right? Okay. And he said, no, 10 is too, too little. Let's do 20. I said, okay, 20. So 20 is 20 grand for mm-hmm. 1,000 each. So I was kind of nervous to pull the trigger because 20 grand was a lot of money to me by then. Right. And, and then I just did it. So I bought 20 of them. I sold it, no joke, within 10 days to, wow. those, to those term investor guys. So, and I was like, wow, this really works. So I contacted him, I need another 20. And then I need another uh-huh. 20. So I sold everything in four months and he kind of realized oh this guy kind of sell it very fast so he stopped selling to me after 150 he had he has another 150 right now but uh-huh. I, I still keep in touch with him to try to buy his another other yeah yeah but he won't he won't let me so, but that was the story so i sold everything within four about four months yeah okay so some people getting started they would have been nervous for one they would have been nervous because hey the, the the owners are our attorneys they're lawyers what if i mess something up what if they take me to court you know what if i get myself in trouble that's one you know so you always got to make sure you look at the positives and not the negatives most people will look at those negatives and be like all right i'm, I'm not sure i want to do this deal with these guys being attorneys then two you know it's 150 lots you know, you said, all right, let's break these lots down. Let me try and move them smaller lots, you know, smaller parcels together versus doing the whole portfolio at once. And you you worked that angle and you started moving them then. So you really took some strategic avenues, Ray, in order to get those deals done. Yeah, absolutely. And I just, I, you know, you just have to not overthink it, right? So there is a you don't have to think about the problem before it actually happens and deal yep. with the problem when it happens, right? So don't worry about it. True, true. And I mean, man, that is key because that used to be me. I used to overanalyze everything, you know, thinking about all of these problems, all of these problems. But then I came to the point, I was like, well, why are you thinking about these problems and these problems that haven't even happened? You're a yeah. problem solver. When the problem appears, then you work on it. You know, so that's that's one of the things a lot of people get caught up with is looking at the negatives and trying to figure out things that, that haven't even happened yet. Yeah. 
And another thing is you not you do not try to be a people pleaser. Meaning when you negotiate with the seller, I have tons of people ask me this: you offer them so low, how come? How can they even accept it? Right.、Mm-hmm. So people have different situation. You just have to find the right person. And of course, there are people. There will be people come at you. They'll be like. You know, they'll curse on you and tell you,、uh, "You're you're this and you're that," and、yep. they don't don't mail me again. But that's fine. We are not servicing them, right? So don't try to be a people pleaser. And if they get mad, so what, right? So、yep. sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I was under stress and I pick up a guy's phone like that. He he kind of get mad. I will I will release my stress on him too. You know,、mm-hmm. and I would <laughs> I would not hold back. So. <laughs> You know, so you gotta do what you have to do. Don't try to be a people pleaser, but you know, think about your families, right? They need you to be strong. So that's true. That's true, and that is that is so very true. And a lot of people, and I see it, you know, with wholesalers that I work with, you know, they say, "Man, you know what? I get cussed out on the phone. I can't take it." But like you said, you got to think about your family and what you're trying to do. The only thing、mm-hmm. you're trying to do is provide a service. If they don't want to accept that service, That's it. Okay, you're not the person that I need to work with. Hang up and move on. Yeah, you know, yeah. I didn't go as far as you, Ray, and and release my <laughs> anger. Yeah, and sometimes I make a joke too, right? So last week I got a call and he said, "What, Ray? You just offered me a couple thousand for this land?" And I said, "Okay, do you want to do a couple hundred?" Hundred. And then, yep. <laughs> and then he he got even more mad. But you know, sometimes you just have to have fun too, right? So yeah, you just gotta have fun with it. I mean, it's not like the people gonna jump through the phone and find your address and come and kill you or anything like that. Just have fun with it. Take a breather and just relax. So、yeah. you got these hundred and fifty lots done. I'm sure you're feeling. Successful because all of the things that you went through. First of all, what was the time frame from the time that you started with trying to do traditional wholesaling to closing those hundred and fifty hundred and fifty lots? How long、that's、did about, it take? That's about five years. Five years of trying and then nothing works. So there you go. Yeah, and I and I just really wanted to drive home that point because. You know, a lot of people they'll get discouraged. You know, me, I, it, I was discouraged when I first started and I wholesale my first house. It took me ten months. You、yeah. know, and I'm seeing other people doing it in thirty days and ninety days, and I'm like, man, what is wrong with me? Am I, <laughs> you know, dumb? Am I stupid or something? What's taking so long? But、yeah. you know, it took you five years to really hone in on that niche. So, guys, you're listening to Ray. You know. You may be out there trying to get it going now, and you're 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 striking out. You're 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 up to bat. You're striking out. You're not getting it, but just keep going. Keep taking that time, and it will work out for you. Trust me. Listen to Ray. Listen to me. It will work for you. Yeah, absolutely. No effort is ever wasted. So keep going. There you go. So Ray, what happened next, man? You got these hundred and fifty deals done. You're feeling confident. You recouped some of your money, man. You got it in the bank. What was next for you after that? So I was keeping searching, you know, a, a, a seller like him, but it's very hard to find sometimes, right?、Mm-hmm. And then I do small deals here and there, but not until the end of twenty twenty one. I met another mentor of mine, and he taught me to do a small niche. It's called infill lots investing. Meaning、nope. very close to the cities, and you know, you drive around. There's a lot of houses. There's a land in between. That's called infill lots. So、mm-hmm. I try to do that, 
and it works phenomenal well. Last year, our profit is almost uh, 900,000. So wow. this year, you know, it's been slower down, but still closing deals. I have three closing uh, this month. So, okay. you know, so it, it just really, really works in few lots. So it's very close to cities. There's a demand there. So how many markets are you doing an infield lot investing with? In? I'm in about 45 right now, 45 okay. different, different counties. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And then, because I know different counties, different cities are different, you know, you can go to some cities in the Midwest and yeah, you could get these lots under contract, but then nobody wants to buy them afterwards mm-hmm. so what are some of the specific things that you look for to determine okay i want to work this county and i'm gonna stay away from this county and gotta have a level comfort competition right and i'm looking for a competition instead of trying to avoid it because you know competition is a proof that that market works mm-hmm. so if you see a whole bunch of sold inside this county that means this county is a good market to go to you know, okay. if you don't see any activity, maybe it's not a good area for you, right? True. That's good because a lot of people will run from the competition saying, you know, it's too many people in this area doing it. But yeah, that's proof of concept. <laughs> if yeah. there's a lot of people in that market doing it, then it absolutely works. You just need to do it a little bit better than they do in order to be successful at it. Absolutely. And that, another secret is this. So a lot of people say, I mail to this county, there's a lot of competition. The landowner or the house owner already must have a lot of uh, offers on the table from other person. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's a fact. But the, the truth is they think these mailers are all from the same person, not from different guys. So then, you know, when they don't want to sell, they never look at anything. When they want to yeah. sell, they pick it up and read it. Right. Mm-hmm. So they must, they thought, oh, this guy again, this guy again. I, I got a lot of calls. He said, Ray, stop sending me this letters. <laughs> I was like, this is my first time to send it to you. So uh-huh. they think you are the same guy. So what, what is a good thing? Because life situation change. And when they're ready, they pull the letter, uh, uh, they pull your letter out. They were like, since this guy has been persistent, I'm just going to give him a call. Yep. But but the fact is you just mail them once. So don't afraid, don't be afraid of a competition, you know, just go in there and do a thing and you will have deals. That's true. And what you said this is an event-based business. You know, that's one of the things yeah. that my partner always say is you may mail send that mailer or someone else may have sent the mailer 5 months ago, but now you send yours and pick it up. An event has changed in their life from five months ago to today. And they say, you know what? Now is the time I need to really sell this property. And like you said, they don't know who sent that mailer five months ago. They yep. think you're the same person being persistent, <laughs> you know, yeah. mailing that letter. And I, I've even had calls where they say, well, you know what? I talked to you about this and you offered me X or whatever. And I go right along with it, you know? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, but you know what? The market has changed a little bit. Now I offer at X, you know, now is at Y. Or they may say, hey, you offered less than what I was going to offer. And I say, oh, you know what? Yeah, let's just go ahead and get it done, you know? So <laughs> got to go yeah. along with it, like you said, right? Yeah, definitely. So consistency is the key. 
True, true, true. So guys, you, you all out there listening, consistency is the key. Do not give up. Keep pushing forward. Keep going. Keep evaluating what you're doing. You have to know what's working in your business and what isn't working. And then once you identify what isn't working, what do I need to do to change it, to make it work? Just like Ray, he went from trying to wholesale houses to now switching it over to doing lots. So sometimes you have to understand what's working and what's not working. Absolutely. That's what I have to do. So Ray, so kind of what's, what's next for you? So you're doing this land, first of all, with the market shift, what have mm-hmm. you seen change in your business? So the days on the market is longer. I used to post a land in the morning and afternoon we got an offer. So those good days are gone. Right now, everything's been dropping and with the crazy things at the bank and, you know, and mm-hmm. all this stuff. So the market is not looking very well. But here's the thing. So when there's a crash, like very likely it's going to happen. It's already mm-hmm. happened some. And then people panic. So when they panic, that's good for us because we buy, right? Yep. So the thing is, you don't want to panic and wait. And True. if you if you wait this two years, I think 23 and 24 will be the best two years of your life if you keep buying. Mm-hmm. You know, I, For example, I buy land left and right right now. So super cheap land, you know, sometime a couple hundred. Okay. So you buy them and when the market crash and guess what? Our offer is based on the sold price. So if the sold price crash, our offer crash too. We offer yep. more, you know, mm-hmm. and then plus when the offer comes back, we renegotiate again. So it's like a double safety. So mm-hmm. we are good either way. And the worst thing is I'll just keep the land, right? So that's one of the things good about land investing is think about the clothes they wear. If you don't sell this year, what happened next year? So yep. they have to keep selling. But when the land, if you don't sell next year, it will be worth more. So don't worry. That's true. That's good. I never, never really even thought about that because land versus houses with houses, you know, you got to get in there and you got to immediately start getting to work because first of all, your price points are a lot higher. You know, let's just say if, even if you're in one of the worst markets, you're spending, you know, 80, 90 grand on buying a house where, like you said, with lots, you're spending, you know, maybe a thousand bucks. Okay. I can sit on this thousand dollars and just hold this land versus, you know, hey, sitting on ninety thousand dollars and hoping that the value increase is not a not the perfect strategy you want to use. So yeah, yeah, it's it's and then when people are selling, like you said, we need to be buying. And when people are buying, we need to be selling. So as investors, we do the complete opposite. You know, right now, like we say, in this market, banks are shutting down, banks are closing, you know, things like that. It's blood in the streets. You need to start seeing, okay, where are the opportunities? Even if you don't have the money right now, you still need to be seeing where the opportunities are. And you can probably partner with somebody to help close those opportunities. Absolutely. And about 300 years ago, the Manhattan Island was sold for $21. You know, wow. so th- think about it, right? So, and right now, just people, people want to sell their land for pennies on the dollars. So you just have to grab those opportunities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so Ray, how are you? Well, you know what? Let's take a brief break, hear a word from my sponsors. And when we come back, Ray, we'll talk about 
How are you structuring your offers? You know, what are you doing? How do you know, you know, how to comp that land and what to offer? So we'll be right back here. Work from my sponsors and we'll get to that. Absolutely. Finding real estate deals can be a challenge, but with Batch Leads, it doesn't have to be. Batch Leads has created a one-stop solution for all your real estate needs. So you can find more sellers, close more deals, and maximize revenue. Batch Leads offers a comprehensive suite of lead-generating tools that cover text messaging, skip tracing, finding comps, and much more. Batch Leads help you simplify, manage, and organize all your data in one place. Batch will help you stack your lists and identify properties that appear on multiple lists and have multiple distress indicators. These sellers are likely to be highly motivated and eager to sell. Get the most powerful and complete lead generation platform in the industry. Locate sellers, buyers, and lenders nationwide in seconds. Go to Batchly.io and use promo code WELOVEEQUITY. All right, guys, we are back with Ray Zhang, and we are talking about land investing. So before we went to break, we were going to be talking about, you know, Ray, how are you, you know, companies, properties, and how are you positioning your offer? So let's kind of talk on that. First of all, company properties, because it's not like houses, you know, I'm assuming. So you're looking at acres and lots versus hey, this is a three-bedroom, two-bath house. So how are you companies' properties? Yeah, so that's why the reason land is much simpler than houses because you can actually send out offer letters, meaning it's a letter with an offer price. And specifically how I do it is I would calculate what's the average sold price per acre for one specific subdivision. Because subdivision is the smallest units as far mm-hmm. as the area. And then I will download all the landowners inside that subdivision and look at what's the sold price per acre. And for that subdivision, I would offer about 40 to 50 cents on that sold price. So okay. you can see the my offer price is directly related to the sold price. If the market crash, the sold price crash, and then my offer will be very low too. And then that's 40 to 50 cents on the dollar when we offer, when people interested in buying in selling their land they'll call me and then i renegotiate based on the condition of the land so it's like a double safety right so okay great great so now is there a difference between if you're doing infield lots in the city versus you know doing something way out in the desert or some farmland somewhere yeah, farmland is a little bit harder to come for like rural land. What we call rural land instead of mm-hmm. infill lots. It's rural land. Normally, I just send out neutral letters, meaning just a postcard with no offer price. Uh, a lot of my buddy do that. And I am starting to look into that because I have this cash sitting around. I don't know what to do with it. So I have to spend bigger mm-hmm. amount of deals. And they're buying like a land for 100000 200000 They double their money. I want to do that too, right? So, gotcha. uh, yep. but as far as the infill loss, which is what I specialize in, we just send out offer letters with a price. Okay. Okay. So you're just, are you even having a conversation with the sellers or you're just looking at, hey, here's an infill lot. Let's just send a blind offer to them. Yeah. I just send a blind offer and whoever buys, they'll call me back and then negotiate again. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So your, your initial marketing letter is 
your blind offer. If they're interested, they'll give you a call back. That's great because what happens is you kind of weed out a lot of the tire kickers because you're already putting the price on there. You, they know what you're willing to offer. They may call you back and say, well, no, I can't sell for this price. You know, I need to sell for X or they may say, you know, Ray, you're completely crazy, you know, and cuss you out, stuff like that. But at least they know your position where you are, you know, and then, I'm assuming you say, okay, well, yeah, we offered you this, but you know, we need to negotiate a little bit and try and work those numbers a little bit better. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. That's what I do. All right. So, so no cold calling, no text messaging, all of it is direct mail and postcards. Oh, hell no, no, no cold calling. It's cold to me. You know, it's very cold <laughs> to me. So I, I, I tell people if you do cold calling consistently, Guess what? You'll be very cold because <laughs> your your drive and the motivation will be gone. You know, imagine you call 300 people, nobody want to sell you land. That's a dream killer, definitely. Mm. It definitely works, but if you have a thick skin and you really want to do this, go ahead, right? But for me, it's never makes sense. So I right. just do direct mail. And then when there is a motivated seller, they just call me back and they, I negotiate again. So. Okay, perfect, perfect. And you know, when when we were wholesaling houses, that's basically what we did. We did no cold calling. We did no text messaging. We did all direct mail. Send out the direct mail with a telephone number. If they're interested, they'll call you. It's an inbound call versus outbound. You know, it may cost a little bit more. Well, not may, but it will cost a little bit more doing the, call, doing the direct mail versus cold calling. But to me... I agree with you, Ray. I think the success rate is higher. Absolutely. And uh, some people say, oh, what if I don't have money for direct mail? Okay, now go ahead and get the free stuff and sell them, right? So don't give yourself self excuse and start doing, start moving, and then you'll get the money. There you go. So yeah. <laughs> eliminate those excuses. Get out there, find some refrigerators or something like that on Craigslist for 50 bucks and flip them for 100 and just keep going. Yeah, there. You know, it's kind of crazy days right now. If you look at TikTok and there are people giving a sign out, they'll be like, "Make me laugh." I'll give out three hundred dollars to you. And those guys got a lot of gifts from mm-hmm. the TikTok and viewers, right? And they make money that way. So you never know. What, you know, you just have to be creative and look around and see what's your best option and start to make money instead of giving yourself, "Oh, I don't have money. I cannot do this." Those kind of crap, right? So that's true. That's true. And you know what? And, and this is one of the things that I'm facing too, Ray, is when you do have that money, you still have to be creative because now you got to think, all right, I got all of this money. I need to invest it. Where do I need to invest it? What do I need to do with it? So it's not just having the money, but it's knowing what to do with it once you, once you get it, because sometimes having the money can be a problem also. Yeah, definitely. So there is two problems we're facing. First of all, make money. That's a game of business. So business is a game to make money. And there's another thing called keep your money, which is investment, right? So people, there's some, you know, even NBA players go broke after their career. Why? Because they're good at making money, but bad at investment, or they don't Mm -hmm. even invest at all. And there's some principles behind these two things. First of all, do business, you got to focus, laser focus on one thing, right? People, yeah. people want to do a lot of things in business, they will never succeed. 
True. Because they try to do this and try to do that, try to do land and let me do a wholesaling houses too. Not going to work, right? Mm-hmm. And when you earn money by being singular focused on your business and you have the money, when you do investment, you want to be not focused, which is diversify, right? So yeah. diversify as much as possible, real estate, crypto, or gold and silver or stocks or some bond, whatever it is. So try to diversify yourself. If one crash, you're safe. You don't care, right? So imagine you put a hundred million in FTX and your kids, yeah, you 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 might goodbye, right? So <laughs> right, yeah. So you know that's the two different things when you come to money. Yeah. So I mean, very key points, very strong points. So Ray, I mean, what's what's next for you, man? I know you were talking about doing bigger land deals. Is that it, or are you looking at other investment opportunities? Yeah. So I gotta focus on just just, just land, and I use my money to invest on those things. And also, I have a coaching business for land right now. I try to grow that bigger. I have about you know less than hundred students right now. So you know that okay. they're my focus too. So. This land business, the good thing is that you don't have to spend a lot of time, about two to three hours a day. That's enough. Yep. Yep. So, so tell us about your coaching business, man. So if it's somebody here that, that want to say, you know what, I want to get into land. How can we reach you? What do we need to do in order to work with you, Ray? Right. I have Instagram and TikTok account. You can reach out to me either way. It's called virtual flip land. So V-R-T-U-A-L flip L-A-N-D flip land. So virtual flip land that's the same yeah all right so virtual flip land reach out to ray that way if you want to learn how to how to do land and again people because sometimes wholesaling houses it's a lot harder than doing land this may be a route for you to start but just like ray said be focused you can't say all right one month i want to try and flip land and next month i want to be a syndicator on a hundred million dollar apartment complex (laughs) you know (laughs) you have to be focused Yep. Yeah, definitely. That's the key. Yeah. And, and as investors, I mean, we get, we all get trapped in the shiny objects. Hey, this looks good. That looks good, you know, but just be focused and know exactly what you want to do. So Ray, man, in parting, give us some words of encouragement for those real estate investors that's just getting, st- and they're going through that, that downturn where they just, they're putting the money out. It's not working right now. Can you share with us some words of encouragement? Of course. So I just heard a story very inspiring to me. I talk about if you have, let's say a huge truck loaded with wood, right? And one day this truck happened to caught on fire and all the wood is on fire, right? So what is the best way to put out those fires? And people think, of course, it's water. Right. So, and mm-hmm. then some people get a cup of water and throw it on the fire. And they were like, hmm, that doesn't seem to work because the fire is still burning. Right. Mm-hmm. And is so now is the question is the word water not working or is the amount of water not working? Working. True. So the water works, which means the system you are having, I'm having works. But the thing is, people throw a cup of water. That's your effort. Just, just mm-hmm. like, you know, I, let me try it out. Let you me know, try that, it. Yep. And that doesn't work. Oh, they, they'll be like, mm, this this water thing doesn't work after all. So they run away and then they give up. So that's a lot of people, how they approach life, you know. But you just have to keep going. Up. If you only have a cup of water, fine. Throw around there and then go get another cup of water. 
consistently the fire will be gone by by will be limited by you you know you just have to be consistent wow that's that's great that's great ray and that's one of the things that i always tell people is the the biggest dream killer is the lack of effort you know it's it's the biggest dream killer is I am just going to try and see what happens. Get that out of your mentality. Listeners, get that out of your vernacular. Do not say, I'm just going to try this. It's either I'm going to do it and be successful or I'm not going to do it at all. Don't walk Mm -hmm. around with that cup of water trying to put that fire out, but be consistent. Keep dousing that fire. Keep putting things on it until that fire is out. And that's the way it is with success. You have to keep at it. Keep going until you strike that gold, until you become successful. So, Ray, man, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here on the show. Before we go, one more time, give us your Instagram and TikTok handle. Virtual Flip Land virtual flip land guys you know what to do get out there take massive action reach out to ray you know ask him a few questions but be respectful don't take up his time but reach out to him he do have a coaching program so if you want more reach out to ray and then that way he can talk to you so guys thank you so much for being here ray thank you so much for all that you do thank you marcus thank you for having me and you all get out there and take massive action All right, guys, that was Ray Zhang, and he is a land flipper and land wholesaler. And 48, if I'm not mistaken, he said 45 to 48 different counties across America came here again as an immigrant with nothing. And he started from nothing and built his business. So if you're sitting around, you're trying to figure out what to do, you don't know how to get started reach out to me, okay? And it's not just about wholesaling, but it's about learning how to find off-market opportunities. I have a free 15-minute consultation. Go to marcusemaloney.com, schedule your 15-minute free consultation. And I do have a program that you can take advantage of to learn how to find off-market deals. We have eight modules over 120 hours worth the lessons that you can dig into and learn how to find off-market deals. We talk about, you know, what's better, cold calling, direct mail, you know, what type of marketing strategy to use, where to find sellers, where to find buyers, how to talk with sellers, how to talk with buyers. So if you're interested in that, also you can go to marcusemaloney.com or you can go to azdfc.com. We meet, we meet weekly and we have a new group that will be starting up in June. So feel free, feel free to reach out to me. On my website, there's other additional free resources like a free purchase contract that you can get. So I love to give. I love to share. So get out there and get what you need and let me know if I can help you in any way. So thank you, family. I really appreciate you being here and listening to these inspirational stories, not only just inspiration, not only motivation, but education that shows you exactly what to do along the way. All right. Signing off, thank you for being a loyal listener of the We Love Equity Real Estate Show. Thank you for listening to today's show. I picked up some great actionable items and I'm sure you did as well. If so, let me know. 
You can always reach me via social media at facebook.com slash MRCS Maloney, Twitter at MRCS Maloney, and of course, IG at MRCS Maloney. You can also always reach me via email at mmaloney at equityri.com. Make sure you reach out to our guests as well. You can always find their contact information in the show notes below. If you have not subscribed already, what are you waiting for? Join the family. And while you're at it, leave us a five-star review. This is how we tell if we're providing you with what you need for your journey. If there's someone you would like for me to interview, or if there's a subject matter you would like for me to cover, please let me know. Finally, if you're looking for additional information about real estate investing, go to equityrealestateblog.com, also youtube.com slash Marcus Maloney. Until next time, family, always enjoy the journey.